0: To the Sci-Fi Sisters podcast today we're talking about Picard. It's finally here. Episodes one, two, and three on the mic today. We got Sabrina Wood. Say what's up, Sabrina. Hey yo, what's up? And Miss Fran T. Say what's up, Fran. What's up, Fran? (laughs) welcome (laughs) to our show we are gonna get down and dirty with picard Mm. i'm super excited who else is excited very excited very excited i am i've been (laughs) waiting forever i did not realize how i was really waiting for this show like with bated breath i didn't realize until i saw the show that i was missing this Mm
1: -hmm. in my star
0: trek
2: life (laughs) does that Mm -hmm. make sense it does
1: (laughs) yeah yeah
2: (laughs) We're so, missing Picard. We're missing J.L., John Luke Picard. Yes. So let's get right into it. Um, let's talk about some
0: general impressions, uh, overall impressions. We're only dealing with episodes one, two, and three on this podcast. So we're going to start with Remembrance and then uh episode two is maps and legends and then episode three is the end is the beginning so right now that's how we're gonna carry this story arc just talk about the story arc in general um who
2: wants sabrina yeah we decided to do it like this because the show is so well written that they give you a clear setup, action and then finale because you have to remember that we have Akiva Goldsmith and Michael Chabon writing this show. And between the two of them, they've got an Oscar, a Hugo, a Nebula Award, and a Pulitzer Prize. So that's some serious writing. So we're going to do this deep diving. Yeah. My, my overall feeling about this is elegance. It was just an elegant setup. I was so deep into the writing that I know we hear all this stuff. I want some Star Trek, and I want some phasers, and I want some shooting. But this was so deep. I mean, you've got a septuagenarian Captain Picard. It's going to be cerebral. That was my take. Fran, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. so what about you?
3: Well, um, from the first opening, the opening scene when when the song came on, and I had to think back to you know, okay, who, and I'm like, okay, wait a minute. Data sung that song in Nemesis at the wedding. And then it all came flooding back to me and I'm like, oh, yes, yes. Even though we had seen in the trailers that he was going to be in the, in, you know, in the series when it, when, when I heard that song I was like, oh my gosh, I've missed this. And then, you know, the, you know, the enterprise comes, I'm like, oh, the original, well, the TNG original Enterprise. And yep. then they go right into 10 forward. Sort of like a Alfred Hitchcock thing going into a <laughs> scene. And I thought it was beautiful. I just I thought it was beautiful. I and thought I'm it was. Beautiful it, too. I'm so glad it's back.
0: Yeah, my bad. I thought it was beautiful too. Um, I think like uh the overall the music was just Stunning. It's just beautiful. I mean, it just made me, it pulled at my heartstrings right from the very beginning. And that gorgeous golden tone, you know, those warm tones that they used instead of, you know, we're so used to those uh those harsh, that harsh lighting and more clinical looking lighting of uh the bridge of, the bridge. Yes. of the bridge. Yeah. And um you had that warmth to it and that it just made it immediately more human and more real I just loved it I, I, I loved it and can we talk about our girl because those decisions come from our girl Hanalee Culpepper hello mm-hmm. hello I mean, sister hello. woman right sister woman doing it how big was it for you guys that there was a black woman directing
2: the first three episodes of this breakout series this was huge, mostly because you know, we've had women direct Star Trek episodes and we've had women of color direct. You know, Miss um, Dawson has always has been a great director and she's broken out into feature films now. But this is the first time we've had a black woman do a pilot. Talk,
0: I'm sorry, you're talking about Roxanne Dawes. Roxanne right? Dawes. Yes, she's
2: mm-hmm. done. She's done a lot. but this is the first time we've had somebody do the pilot and the pilot is key because it's going to set the tone for the series and it's going to, it's going to sell the advertising baby. So, you know, to put that in the hands of the sister is a big deal and she's going to do it for the first three episodes. And I just, I really, I, but you were talking about the lighting, the effect, and, and we're going to get into the three episodes. So I'll leave the lighting for when we get into the meat of the, this talk, but Yeah. I was so psyched because she did such a great job on discovery that I was happy that she got tagged to do a card. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts about? I, in my,
3: in my head, I thought they were going to give it uh, to, um, oh my gosh. I can't even, oh, Freaks. Frakes. Frakes. I thought they were going to give it to Frakes and they didn't. And when they announced her, I was like, oh my gosh, A sister. Mm-hmm. Is doing the first three episodes. She's setting the tone for the series. I was just, you know, overwhelmed with what? Happiness, pride, mm-hmm. all pride. of the above.
1: Yeah. 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 Me too. Did,
3: and she did a fantastic job. You know, she did. The pacing, the cinematography, the coloring, the mood, everything.
1: Mm-hmm. So she, she's
3: she a did. veteran
2: she's a she's a tv episodic director veteran she's done other shows and she's made feature yeah, films. She yeah she's 49 years old and she's been in hollywood over 20 years so you know the sister yeah. finally got a shot that's what mm-hmm. happened here it's like all right well you are it's yeah, about she has.
3: time <laughs> <laughs> she, she did a great job Yep. She did. Brought it to yeah, the hoop. No. Brought it to That's the hoop. That's right.
0: She, she took it straight mm-hmm. to the hoop. I was like, girl, she, she knocked it out the park, though, to mix more uh, more sports metaphors together.
1: <laughs> yeah, but she, did,
0: she really did a fantastic job, you know, and um, her touch, it showed, you know, there's a, a a clear stamp, like her own language, is she's very like you know when you you could tell Jonathan Frakes's directing style now, right? You sure. know, like mm-hmm, we, we can mm-hmm, see that, mm-hmm. and and this gave me a very clear indication of who Hanalei Culpepper is as a director. These first three. Episodes, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and it made me want to go back and, and, and look at some of her work that I haven't seen before. 90210. You know? So she has a lot of credit. And... <laughs> uh, yeah, she has a lot a of time. credit. Yeah, I gonna
2: know. Be, about that's going to be the only yeah. way you get me to watch some 90210.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, she did that? She did 90210. Yeah. She put, oh, okay. put her dudes in, yeah. Woo, girl. Oh, okay. 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 It's not like yeah. you, well, know, you know, speaking the of. Sister. Speaking of, of, of the writing and everything, I thought it was amazing the way that they did the, they went into 10 forward with him playing poker with, um, data. Okay. Yeah. And he only played, well, we didn't even see him play a whole game. He only went at the end all good things. He only did it once that we saw in TNG. And he, you know, I, and I think that's part the whole the writing thing. I, I thought it was beautifully set up that he has uh, survivor's guilt about data, and I think he has some guilt about not joining them for the poker games before, because that was mm-hmm. one of the last things he said at the end of all good things was, "I should have did this before." And they told him you that he was always welcome. So I thought that was a point you know, that the writers set up that was like, okay, we know what the, you know, the Trekkies know what this is. And even new people will get, not get the as deep as we do, we, we get it, but even new people say, okay, he's sitting in a ship playing poker with this, you know, playing, you know, playing poker and everything. But we knew the significance of them starting this, the writers starting the show, him and ten forward of all places, playing poker with data,
1: mm-hmm. so
3: I thought that was magnificent as far as mm-hmm. the writing was concerned you come in full I, I noticed that so
0: yes. you, you, yeah, so fan, you basically have brought us up to like what I really wanted to start talking about next um in in remembrance, you know what uh what were some of the, your favorite uh, things I mean, I want to ask this of, of both of you, like like three things that you would just call out that to just be like, "Wow, this is what I loved about this episode."
1: Well,
2: I'll tell you, the thing that I absolutely love about this, and I'm going back to the caliber of the writing of this series, are the titles. The titles are also deep. And the thing about them all is that they all have like a duality, just like we're talking about um, twins. We're going to talk about twins. We're going to talk about different levels of things. Everything has a different level. And you can just sit there and say, you know, remembrance, and that's the name of the the episode. But then when you talk about it, there's a minute where, um, I I love it, when Soji talks about when her memory snaps in, and she says it was like a lightning strike. And there's a word that's called a Proustian memory. A Proustian memory is when you have a memory that comes to you like snap bang and sensory comes in. Everything just shocks you. And that's exactly what she had. And then Marcel Proust is mm-hmm. the person that wrote, "Remembrance of," you know, he wrote the book. It was just like, there's too much stuff all tagged in here that these people are trying to make me understand. I'm just like, my head is spinning. My head is spinning. <laughs> layers. <laughs> the, layers titles, the titles layers. are deep. The titles mm-hmm. are so deep. And then my other favorite thing was when Picard went off on the interviewer, because she was saying, Oh, well, you wanted this to be like something great, like the pyramid. And he said, No, if you know your history, it's like Dunkirk. I was like, Snap, snap, let's give the girl a history lesson. And then he just went off on her. My favorite line, you are a stranger to history. You are a stranger to war. You wave your hand and it all goes away. But it's not so easy for those who have died. And it's not so easy for those who were left behind. I was like, tell them John Luke. Mm-hmm. That's right? right. That's
3: right."
2: Oh, I was like, oh, and, this is going to be good. <laughs> and I
3: noticed this is, this wasn't, it's kind of my guilty pleasure favorite thing. The news, the media hasn't changed in centuries. Mm. She ambushed him. After promising not to, she ambushed him That's with right. his separation from Starfleet. So you still got this sensational news, people. That hasn't changed in centuries. Isn't that something? Yeah.
2: She was laying for him. It was like a bear baiting. You know, she got the bear in mm-hmm. his, in his. you know, had him up against the wall and just went i and just let the dog yes, out. She did. I did. Like, I don't think you know who you're talking and, to, young lady. And it was a sister. That did. Well, I'm, I'm going to get to that in the next topic. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Here we
1: go. What
0: know. about well, you, so That was one well, of the things. Yeah, well, one of my favorite, just from the opening, uh, setting the tone was just the uh, Bing Crosby's uh, edition of Blue Skies. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. I just, I think what it, between that and the uh, the theme music um, for the show, it just really, it, it brings me, it, it has a whole nother emotional impact that I'm not necessarily used to getting in my Star Trek, mm. you know, uh, from mm-hmm. 21 Jump mm-hmm. Street. It just let me know right away that this was going to be a different Star Trek show. This is a different type mm-hmm. of show here, you know? Um, but I loved, I loved that, and I loved, I almost cried when I saw Data. I had no idea I would be <laughs> that emotional, you know, over <laughs> Data, you know? And I was like, oh, he's Data, he's a little different. You know, um, that was a, that, and, and it really my number one favorite, my very favorite call out for the first episode is the music. All the way around, it's the music. The music is a whole character unto itself. It has such an important place in in telling the story. Uh, And it's just beautiful and evocative and powerful and quiet and all at the same time, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. really gorgeous.
2: I I think that opening sequence is one of the most beautiful that they've ever done. And I love the discovery one. Mm -hmm. And it was one of those things that as the series went on, you realize how much was packed in the discovery opening and, credits. Yes. Yeah. And then in this one, you know, having okay, we we have watched the whole um the whole arc by now when we're giving you our take on these three episodes. But if you remember when it starts off that piece of of yes, you know f- that fragment comes mm-hmm. from the blue sky and then it goes down into the vineyard and then it goes down into the isolinear chips then yes. it goes to the cube then it goes down to the mm-hmm. uh, to the, to the, the neutron then the helix, then it goes to the I was like, God damn, these people and are where does out. it end up? And it and ends up, up it goes into Romulus and it goes right into his cheek. And I swear to God, that's where the boy put that thing in his face, where it goes in. On <laughs> <Well>, the side <laughs> of his face. It goes in the, the side of his face. but lacutist had that big mm-hmm. horn.
3: And I saw and, and I saw, okay, he's coming back together.
1: That's it, the part. Exactly. These, it was these like these
3: pieces—they're coming back, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And
2: that music—that to is talking about. I mean, every time mm-hmm. I see that beginning, it is like these people are so freaking deep. I can't even take it. I can't take it.
3: As many times as I've looked at, as I've looked at Picard, today I looked at it to refresh. I don't know why, but I looked at it refresh. As a, that was the <laughs> only time that I skipped through the theme music all the other times i let the theme music play because it'll say skip intro oh no i'm listening to this whole thing i'm looking at this
2: this, this big, jeff russo is just he's such a genius he's just a genius totally i mean i am just loving that music yeah. and that i love that opening and you're right it just it just and you know it's going to tell you exactly it's giving you everything that's happened to picard to mm-hmm. Romulus blowing up and it's like dude, mm-hmm. you, you all are, are serious people here. yeah they're, they're, they're not serious.
0: Playing. and i tell you my other favorite call out um for episode one for remembrance is number one number <laughs> one is a beautiful animal number yes. one is a really oh. gorgeous dog man little assassin it he is. is. I, I wanted he to see fantastic. a lot more of Number One. You
3: know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> However, you all heard about Number One when they did the um, the after track. The I mean, the Ready Room. Number One was a rescue and not an actor, and they really wanted to. Hanel said that on on at on you know in the Ready Room, and they really wanted to use him more, but they couldn't <laughs> because. He wasn't an actor. He just wasn't yeah. trained, right? Couldn't, they <laughs> couldn't so corral trained. him in. They couldn't get him. You know, because if you if you look at if you look at it when she when she because I've seen it so many times. I said Stop saying that. But when she stands there, when she first appears at the vineyard, and he goes to her, you can see that she's feeding him stuff. Look at it. Look at it. You can see that he. The reason he's coming up to her because she has dog treats in her hand. <laughs> <laughs> That's why right. she feeds him stuff. I didn't Check notice out. that. I'm like, okay. I did not notice that. I'm gonna have to <laughs> okay. watch it again. Yeah, when you look at it again, you, yeah, you. When you look at it again, she's feet. She's got dog treats in her hand. Oh, so, wow. He's I'm a magnificent bees. <laughs> this he is a, one of my head scratchers.
0: Mag- though this is one of my head scratchers. Well, sure. Okay, let's get into the head scratchers. What are the things that made you go hmm? Or you know that you were like, wait
2: a minute, what, what, what? what? <laughs> Well, um, but, go ahead, Sabrina. Go uh, ahead. Well, uh, I'm. Is that it? Yeah, because because um, I wasn't sure because because number one went right to her. You know, I'll bet for the dog treat. But you know, I thought, oh, he's going to attack her. <laughs> you know, because he was like, oh no, we got somebody <laughs> strange on the on the, at yeah. the chateau. This isn't happening. But he stopped and he smelled her and he just went, oh, you are cool. And then later on, he okay. was right by her side when she was talking to Picard and they were sitting at the table mm-hmm. and she telling him about the necklace. Number one was sitting right at her feet. And then mm-hmm. the third time when she was gone, Lara says, oh, she's gone, but the dog was in her bed. In her and I'm bed. like, mm-hmm. number one was just all about, you know, so <laughs> yeah, was. I was like, how, why would the dog be that into her? I, I couldn't get why that was so, but, you know, that was. By yeah, that was like, a head scratch what. It, it wasn't a big thing, but I was like, you know, the dog was trying to tell you something. Maybe she yeah. still had the treats. Maybe she just had the treats still. <laughs>
3: <laughs> my, yeah, check it out. It's it's it, it was obvious to me. I'm like, okay, she's feeding the dog treats. Okay, mm-hmm. so my head-scratching moment was her car should have woke up on a bio bed after that explosion oh. <laughs> yeah. on the roof. He should have been in a bio bed. <sighs> That laying on the sofa? I'm like, what? Why is he laying on the sofa? Why isn't he in somebody's sick bay or medical bay or whatever they call it now?
2: In stasis.
3: And he's in his, yeah, <laughs> in stasis. Exactly. This guy's in his 90s. And, and the thing, you know, when it exploded and he did a somersault, he went flying. on the sofa? Huh?
0: <laughs> The well, bird, no joke. I mean, <laughs> I guess that's still that um, all those years of Starfleet training. And,
1: you yeah, know, yeah. They, they had he had the drop
0: and roll
3: down. He had the Kirk drop and roll <laughs> <laughs> down.
1: <Jamie laughs> oh. a bit
3: in a hospital <laughs> in stasis, like you said.
0: Okay, so I my question, it's not really a head scratcher per se, but I couldn't remember um Daj's boyfriend. Uh oh. wh- what was his race? He's the same race as the uh, security officer in Discovery, right? He's Zahyan.
3: Zahian, yeah. No, he he's, he's no no no. He's the
0: same
2: uh race. He's as from the planet the of uh... The prin- uh, oh, the, it's the princess.
3: Right, mm-hmm. right.
2: The queen? Yes. No. the queen. the queen.
1: The queen. Thank the queen. you. Yes, she's the queen.
0: Yeah,
2: right. queen of no Okay. Right, okay.
0: Poe. Poe, oh. yes. Yeah. She's she, from I the same so... planet as Poe. So, yeah. you know, po. my head scratcher moment is was really like more of a shaking my head moment. Not mm. just shaking my damn head. We yep. need a shaking my damn head emoji. You know, <laughs> I, I really try yeah. to, I've been trying to like, You know, you see so many posts on Facebook and stuff, and you just like, "Mm, mm, mm." yeah, I I ain't got nothing to say for that one, you know. But um, my and and my shaking my head moment uh, is like, why did the brother have to die just like that? I was like, yay, here's a brother. No, really, come on, Star Trek. Did y'all really do that to me for real? And violently, no, really. knife to the I mean he was there for two seconds and he was so likable and he was so sweet and I was like oh let's get to know him and he was a different alien race and I was like sweet we're gonna get a new character and and
2: then bam I mean if you were gonna do if you were gonna do the brother like that why'd you bother doing all that prosthetics and everything you could have just put (laughs) put some (laughs) trill spots on him and called it a day thank you yeah thank you you know there's some spots you? on his ass. Yeah, you got all this stuff. They, spent, they wow.
0: spent a lot of money on him for him to be killed two seconds
2: later. Yeah. yeah. Duncan, he, was all, he was so mad. Yeah all, you the, know, but yeah,
1: all the, yeah. Both of us that are and from they the so OG. look
3: so into each other. You know, look genuine. You know, it looks so, they were so into each other, the body language and right. everything. Right. They and had so,
2: great you know, chemistry
3: together. Yes.
2: Wow. Well, yes. And those of yeah. us that come from the OG Star Trek, you know, we're, you, me, friend, we, we're we from that original Star Trek. We remember when if you saw a black person on the screen, you were excited.
3: Yeah. So it's especially very much. in Star
2: Trek, you were like, oh, we're going to see some yeah. black folks on the screen. This is great. And you yeah. gave it at least being there until the episode was over. I mean, <laughs> but, yeah, but this probably didn't last for a second. <laughs> he didn't last that I Even made oh, it went crazy. <laughs> Y'all are not right. You that's know another, the black people are looking. That's, and a, and you, that's not right. That's,
3: that's another thing. Speaking of black people, Daystrom Institute. Right. The OG checkers know you. about Daystrom. That's right. Yes, right. They, they, he they, was they, played they, by they, William. He was played by William Marshall.
0: And yep. you know, I I, I I confessed this to you all earlier on a on when we were not recording. Uh, when we were just talking that. I'm doing a rewatch of original Trek as an adult now, and I'm doing it along with those great podcasters from Mission Log. Okay. And um, but I I had no idea until I was doing this rewatch that Michael Daystrom was a black man, was portrayed by a black man. That Doctor Daystrom is black because <laughs> Get when out. I was a kid, when really? I was a kid, and and Trek was on, and it was my babysitter, like I, I didn't it, it I was next remember. Right. I don't remember. No, I mean, I, I was, a, I was a teenager when next gen was on, like I was oh, born in oh, 71. Were watching, okay. You mean you were when, little, when I was okay. a kid, when I was okay. a baby, sorry. Yeah. but I should say okay. when I was, when I was a little tyke. um, that i I didn't really pay attention to this stuff as much you know like Mm -hmm. i was playing and trek was on in the background you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i didn't know all these years i'm here in the daystrom institute daystrom institute and oh the most prestigious place like the most prestigious Mm -hmm. science place Mm -hmm. in all of trek
2: (laughs) was named after a black man
1: what
0: that's
2: right and these, was, white was people, so happy. these white people drove him around the bend, but that's a whole nother story. But right, they, they, <laughs> yeah, they sure did, did. He, got, he got low. Crazy. <laughs> he got great, he's right. They a, made, he made was the head crazy, head, but, but okay,
3: he was, <laughs> he was portrayed by William Marshall. <laughs> he still had he his engravings on that thing, it was
0: still that's Dr. Right.
2: Daystrom,
3: um, aka Blackular. Blackula. <laughs>
0: Thank you. Okay, so
2: any other head scratchers <laughs> that we need to get to for remembrance? Well, because- I want to continue with this, this theme that we're on because I got two more. I was not pleased at all. And I don't know because, you know, Hannah L. was at the helm. What's going on with this? Because they had the interviewer. She came out there all bitching out. But she was a sister, bitched out Captain <laughs> Picard, Admiral Picard, retired. And then the brother who was at the welcoming desk at Starfleet Academy standing up there in the Ensign uniform and gonna ask Admiral Picard, who are you and can you spell your name? And that's the brother. I'm like, you know what, I'm I'm about to come out of here and pop somebody in a minute, because you know he knew who that man was. Why are you acting like all the black people don't know what's going on? (laughs) Right. So
0: for, you know, so far overall, episode 1 remembrance is not doing well to live up to sci-fi sisters like test
2: you know the sci-fi <laughs> sisters like how are we for black folks test you know no you're not, you know you're not you're not winning the sci-fi sister they'll test no you're not <laughs> none of the black people in this Particular episode of doing anything that we are proud of. Yeah, you know, right.
0: You know, like oh God, I don't want to claim that one. I definitely mm-hmm. did not nope. want to claim that interviewer. No, nope. mm-hmm. and I
2: ain't claiming the brother over there at Starfleet. I'm Center. not
0: claiming the brother who does not
3: know who the hell John Luke Picard is. Are you I'm kidding like, me? Did you see the
0: interview? Are you <laughs> me? No, I, I
1: don't.
3: I'm not that. Oh. I'm not that adamant about that because oh, you no, know Picard law. has been gone for no, because Picard has been gone as he say, nursing his indifference for years and writing books that people don't, you know, so this guy is young. It's not like, you know, he's an infant and everything, but he doesn't really know.
2: You don't I know, know who the hell, hell of him a of the cutest You don't know, know 359. You don't know, right. Abita- 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 know you don't know the You don't know the You don't know, you don't know, you don't know- but it doesn't see. This is why it doesn't work
0: for me. It doesn't work for me because they teach about Picard in the academy. Like he's, got know the he's like, in this, the museum. He's, he's in the museum. They know you know well, who maybe, Picard
3: is. Well, wait a minute. He maybe he class. wasn't paying attention. He skipped that class. <laughs> for that's, he that's wasn't paying he
1: was, attention. For that's why he's on the welcome classes. desk. That's <laughs> no why joke.
2: Welcome yeah, that's why desk. he's doing that's the welcome desk duty. duty because he was in the
1: Right. He wasn't
2: paying attention, okay? We're <laughs> like, okay, well, we're going to put okay. you right up front, and everybody that comes in, try to remember, brother. <laughs> but no. Because there was, okay. a, there
3: was a hologram of, of the enterprise up in the ceiling of this building, of this very building. Okay, so, you know what? Here's yeah. my question
2: on that Did that change because Picard walked in? I think hologram, it, I, no. I think it was. I think it. I think no, it Like probably. I thought that was a permanent through. installation. I, I thought they.
3: Yeah. I thought the, yeah, I I thought the, the
2: hologram it. was switching as you know, like commanders. But I mean, in but, and oh, the ship. but you know?
0: I, I think it was switching. But I don't. I think it was cycling through. Oh, I, yeah, was I was like, think
3: it cycled
2: through. Okay, they yeah. were like. I was like the building knows Picard's there. I, I mean, I, I like, think. <laughs>
3: look up, right?
0: up! Look up! Right? <laughs> exactly. I thought that helped add to the irony that this young cadet person did not know, yeah, know who he was. It's like, he, he's literally yeah. standing in front of his ship right now, dude. Right. Just
2: look up and you, know, you should know, yeah, know. and associate, and brother. Come just, on. The just looks at him like, child, please. Yeah, yeah. okay. But well, other than that, I right, loved so this episode. I loved
0: it. Yeah, I mean, I thought that, I, I thought for, you. do you think that um, as far as opening episodes for a Star Trek series, how does this one rank for me? That's I think it might be my favorite opening episode.
3: Okay, wait a minute. I, I want to go back one more. I I is is okay. Not to take over what what you said, but I wasn't too crazy about the the twin trope. You know, I wasn't mm-hmm. too crazy about that. The twin, her having a twin. Okay. The twin, the the trope, that you know yeah. how mm-hmm. they do it. And they say, oh, oh, wait a minute, there's another one. Because I'm I'm sitting there going, this is a great episode and everything, but damn, they killed killed her off in the first episode?
1: And then it's like, oh,
3: it's twins. I was kind of like, oh, damn, okay, twins. (laughs) I wasn't too crazy about that. Okay, twin. Yeah, that's. You. I'm
1: twins. glad. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, yeah, that's
3: the. Ticket. And I'm glad that we're twins, so that the series could continue <laughs> on. But it was right. like, you know, you um, not kill off your hair, your heroine hair in the first episode, and they didn't. So,
2: I would say, quite frankly, and this is going to be something that I know people are going to start screeching like I'm taking nails down the chalkboard, but no, this isn't my favorite first episode although i loved it and uh, and i like the fact that it is telling us that this is going to be a different star trek and i love that i am not one of these people that oh my god i have to have the uniforms in the ship and the klingons and it's like all right look you've know, we done it for 50 years can we do something else but just a second yeah. um but i actually <laughs> still tell you my absolute favorite first episode i think that absolutely set the tone and really got you going it was enterprise it was, mm. it was Enterprise. I thought they did a really great job of introducing that ship, the captain, the animosity between T'Pol. I mean, they brought the Klingons in, craziness, the Suliban. I mean, you, you had the whole setup for the whole season right in that first episode. Um, what was it, Crossbow? No, that wasn't Crossbow, but that, I thought that was the best one. All the other series, their pilot episodes are kind of... The disappointing i mean there's mm. not really a one that was great they may have had some great scenes but all in all you were sort of like whatever i mean i did like deep space nine is probably tied with yes. enterprise well see i think like for me like deep space nine is my my true favorite yeah uh, but this one almost knocked it off yeah it, it's really a great episode i mean but i was i it was hard to get used to the pacing because i thought i felt like What's mm, going to happen. Mm, let's go. But, you know, I, I had to I had to slow myself down from the regular Star Trek to, to appreciate it. I will say <laughs> that. I will say that. So, but on the first watch, I was like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But on but like I said, going into the layers and the different levels and the rewatching it, I've appreciated it more and more and more. Even that opening sequence, I didn't get it all the first time I saw it. You were just trying mm-hmm. to get to like, what's going to happen? Like, come on, like, skip the intro. Let's go to the show. <laughs> then you had to go back and you're appreciating all the stuff and the yeah. chateau and the lighting and the music and the dialogue. So it definitely is one of the best of the the three best, I would say, of the all the episodes. It's one of the three
3: best. Yeah, my friend, <laughs> Deep, Space Nine is, Deep Space Nine is my favorite. Mm -hmm. and this is my second favorite, because when I go back and rewatch, I always start from the beginning. I always start from this episode. I don't skip any, like, uh, uh, there's enough, um, um, discovery. Mm -hmm. I I, I skip the first two. I do too. And I look at, and I look at contexts for King, but with this one, I always go back to the first episode because I think, I think it's just wonderful and marvelous and he's in his nineties. So it's time for contemplation Yeah, and that's the phasers and the ships and the, all that stuff. This is, this is a different uh, Picard. This is a, mm. this is what we can see is a somewhat uh, retrospective Picard who's a bit flawed at this yeah. point. Yeah. Excellent so, point.
0: Well, yeah. I think we have uh, talked remembrance to death right yeah, now. Okay. So- all right, so let's move on to Maps and Legends, um, episode two. And,
3: uh, Michael Chabon has a book uh, written called Maps and Legends. He does. He does. <laughs>
0: <laughs> has anybody read it? No, I haven't. I haven't,
3: I have. I haven't <laughs> either. <laughs> I haven't. No <laughs> of it, though. I'm
0: not, I'm not putting yeah. you on the spot. I haven't read it either. Um, no, I haven't read it. So we meet the twin in this episode. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, And uh, we get some news. Picard gets some news from his doctor in this episode. Um, So the story, and then we, and, uh, you know, the story is progressing. This is the middle part of the first series, the first opening arc. The setup. Mm -hmm. The setup. Mm -hmm. And um, so what are your thoughts about uh, Maps and Legends? Uh, uh, Fran, I'm going to start with you this time. Your favorites. Your favorite.
3: Well, I don't know about uh, my or first do you have thing. you
0: any, any call outs for for this episode? Yeah, I
3: do this. Um, in Measure of a Man, that was a TNG episode for people who, in data, uh, was got his rights as a, as being a sense as being an android, as they call it at the time. One of the one of the questions that was brought up, and it was brought up by Gynon, about the slavery part about you you are you're, you're creating a whole race of people just to do what you need to do for them to do what you need for do. So when they open up this episode and it's like the guy comes, Mr. Pinkus, and he says, Good morning, plastic people. And I mm-hmm. said, But wait a minute, you know, and they and they they're there to work. That's that what that's what it looks like. That they're, they're only there for labor. And it brought me back to that episode. I like, mean mm. So Data, what happened? What? How did they go so far off from what, when Data did the thing and got his rights? And here we all have these, these androids, these synthetics are just laborers,
1: mm-hmm.
3: you know? So that's, that was my first take from it. Well, what happened in all that time that they, you know, that they just forget about, you know, you don't just use a whole, a whole group of, beings for labor which is essentially slavery right so that was my that was my first take on this episode what happened how did they get there
2: that's interesting because i had another first take that was kind of similar to that when we went to the reclamation center you know the board artifact research institute and and they and you're realizing that they have all these Borgs and XBs they're calling them now and they're reclaiming them. And, uh, you know, they're, they're just like taking parts out and putting them in plastic bags. And what are you doing with these poor people? What are they gonna do now? They, they, you've got a, here's another race of people that are now subject to you, that are a lower class of people that are finding prejudice. And I, I reacted to the XBs.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think y'all just like nailed it, you know, I mean, like that's the theme running through, you know, we we get to think overarching themes at the end, you know, but uh, you just nailed it. I mean, I just thought, you know, and uh, episode two, (laughs) mine is not so deep. (laughs) Um, The first (laughs) note that I wrote about episode two was, wait a minute. Didn't Soji just meet ugly Romulan dude and she's already in bed with his ass? <laughs> and he's in bed with her I ass. Mean, I mean, like, they just, but they were like, oh, hey, how you doing? Wait, <laughs> <laughs> like, what?
3: Okay, Ethan Kim. Okay. If B. If B. The, you know,
0: She'd be
1: She'd be yeah.
3: Okay, but wait a minute. I, I, have you not ever... I have have you. I have met people that from the beginning I met them. I'm like, oh my gosh, what I could do with you? Yeah, I didn't <laughs> act on it all, all the time. So it, I know what it happened.
1: Of me to I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. Just
3: <laughs> so I think all it was right. probably an instant chemistry. <laughs> it was an instant chemistry thing with them. You know, like. You know, well, see, since you were born in the 70s, and I was like, came of age in the 70s, (laughs) (laughs) you have no idea. The deepest question we asked was, what's your sign? That was the deepest question we asked. And next thing you know, (laughs)
1: know, I'm
0: I'm not saying that it doesn't happen. I'm not saying that it hasn't happened to me. I'm just saying, like, (laughs) it doesn't happen on
2: Star Trek. Right. I'm just saying, like, (laughs) come on. did we Pratt- not just meet this character? No, that was a Kurt move, if ever. And if, you know, we <laughs> no, no, wouldn't even be talking about it. But, but at least, like, there was a date or, like,
0: they would go walking around the planet or something <laughs> together. Or homegirl would show him the medical institution where they were and, like, look, here's all our secrets and everything. You know, like, there was some type of... There was, like, a, at least a five-minute courtship, you know? <laughs> And this was just like, oh, hey,
2: what's up? (laughs) What's up? (laughs) What's up? Oh, no, it, it was, was good. Enough. Was and a... then
0: there they were. Next thing you know, there they were.
2: You yeah, know? that was a little fast.
0: <laughs> but they're, yeah. but they're as, as you called it, Sabrina, with their dirty feet poking out of the
3: sheets. Oh, I was I wasn't even gonna go there, but <laughs> and their feet and their
2: feet are dirty. I the look at it. Dirty. They, <laughs> their dirty. Their feet are dirty. That must be. That's gotta be a black thing. We we just are not having it. I don't um, know. the thing that got like... me is to move along. This, oh, that stuff. But we all recoiled. Um, The thing that got me was, uh, again, my favorite thing about all these these episodes, the title, Maps and Legends. It is one of his Mm -hmm. books. And it's also a song by R.E.M. And one of the lyrics in the song is, maybe he's caught in the legend. Maybe he's caught in the mood. There are maps and legends that have been misunderstood. Mm. And it's like, it just, even he just evokes this song of a man that's misunderstood and he's got these maps and legends. And someone else was saying, like, yeah, the show is telling you, like, Card. these are the maps and legends of Card. all the things mm. that, you know, make him up and tell you which way he's going. It was just like, again, it's just deep. Deep. I just, I just love waiting for the title to see. What is Michael trying to tell me about this one?
3: I, I, I... I didn't think the Rodlin was ugly. I actually thought that he was really, really sexy. I did. I thought Is he really? if know, I th- I did. I thought he had these gorgeous eyes. I did. And you know, I liked that accent. and I just I thought he was you. I thought I thought he, I thought he was oh, sexy. Oh,
0: really an accent. you like this accent, so his accent can get anywhere, huh?
3: Well hey,
2: yeah, you know
3: you know I'm how, be you the know how to you. All, Anything that's not American, we're
2: gonna go Oh, he's got an accent. Okay, got I'll an right accent? Get your friend. It'll get you a point in my book. And so, you know. Whisper you know? in, <laughs> <laughs> in my ear. Say that again, baby. Whisper in my ear in that accent.
0: And Although you know I, what I they say, that was... they
2: say the sexiest accent, the Boston accents. So I just wanna let you know that. <laughs>
0: So who, says that? Oh, my. Who, who says that? People from Boston. No, every, exactly. <laughs> nobody coast. else says that.
3: <laughs> nobody else says anything Just about it. We can barely I, understand Nobody you guys. Else says that. that. <laughs> <laughs> Expecting <laughs> the people from the South, we can barely understand I'm a, I'm a what the heck I'm you're at.
2: saying. i am a Google What what show was I watching? And they kept saying they're gonna go and gonna go to the Google. I'm gonna go to the Google on that I'm gonna buy it. <laughs> <laughs> boston but you know i like the hair i I like the
3: ears and his eyes i thought were
2: gorgeous well then you know what you need to go look at the episode of the crown where he plays princess margaret's little boy toy yeah he's a little bit Mm. cuter there
0: he's a lot cuter there yeah a little bit okay Okay. i'm gonna say a
2: little bit cuter check him him out because i i pause for a second because then he's still still (laughs) okay He's still got
0: those Prince Charles ears that are like gonna fly him away like Dumbo. Like,
1: I, I had a
2: question. Oh, okay. <laughs> I had a question <laughs> Prince Charles when I was little. <laughs> Get
0: out. Okay. See oh now we're getting into okay, that's TMI. <laughs> All right. So yeah. um, other other call-outs from this episode. I, my favorite was the F bomb. Nobody said the F bomb that was dropped in here, just so casually care. by the Admiral. <laughs> but it was so effective. I thought yes, it was it so was. well done. You know, and, and, and her calling okay, out, he had- her calling out sorry, Jean-Luc, like the way that she did, you know, he needed, he deserved it. I mean, mm-hmm. he walked yeah. in there, mm-hmm. he walked into her office. Shorty's been retired for how White long? Privilege. He, he White privilege, patriarchy. Like, no joke. <laughs> patriarchy like a mug, like right? a mug, <laughs> Like a mug. You Boom. know, he walked in there like, yo, girl, I know I've been gone for a long time and I know I'm the one that's left. But uh, I'm gonna need you to roll me out a ship and a crew. Hey, and she was like, mm, mm, mm. "Dude, this was Becca, Becca, She Becca. was like, "Thelma and Louise over in this <laughs> bitch." Nah, <Nice> Shorty, you uh, <laughs> ain't getting it. What sheer fucking hubris!
3: Exactly. <laughs>
1: she it was. was just, did it. Y'all see
3: his face? Beautiful. His face. Yeah. His face. His eyes. is like. Yep. <laughs> he was tearing, looking for can me. Can act a his ass off. He can act I need his to ass off.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he can. I mean, it was like, it hurt me. Okay. It hurt me, his face. His face hurt me. I was like, "Awful, oh, baby. Yeah. I know. Somebody had a reason. The reader.
3: instant downstairs just didn't know who you was. And now she going to tell you, <laughs> <laughs> this shit. you got some damn nerve. What mm-hmm. balls do you have to come up here and even suggest? Hmm. You know, and then when he got, you know, when he he was condescending, I'm like, "Oh, I'll be willing to go down to a captain." Oh, that you was know, the best. This, that oh, yeah. was, oh my God, was just, the Her best. face was like,
1: uh, what is it? What?
2: <laughs> we hadn't seen that look on Picard since the last time he talked to Cisco. <laughs> <laughs> Francisco Cisco oh. had to read them. It's like, oh no, bro! <laughs> Let me tell you what's going on here. <laughs> I'm about to give you my resignation. You take the damn station. Bye bye. <laughs> and Picard oh, gets the goodness. same look on his face. But you know, I love my I love my Jean Luc. I named the cat after I named my cat Jean Luc. But he had to be told something. There was like some patriarchal, absolute white privilege. I'm the baddest thing in here i was like wow look at this shit Mm -hmm. and and when he was and when she and when he was
3: going down the steps and she and they said you know they did the voiceover she said request denied and i was like bitch
2: Clancy Clancy was just waiting on it too. She's like, let me just let him get it all out no, of his system. Let me listen. I think out this, out our here. um
0: our PG rating for this episode just went right out the window.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, well, we're <laughs> yeah. yeah. oh, oh, adults here. Cuz we're the sci-fi we're all sisters, oh, just, get, well. just get ready.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that takes care of episode 2, <laughs> but almost. But you oh, know wait, what? Wait, wait, wait. Oh, oh.
0: Almost. Okay, hold on. Oh, oh, what my, my last call out for, um, the things that I loved about this episode or that I really liked one of the, but it was just a, it's a weird one. And it's the guy who played the doctor. Um, yes. Dr. Ben mm-hmm. I think that, mm-hmm. I can't know. I don't know if I'm pronouncing the name right. And his, he's an actor named David Pamer. And, you know, and I love him too. I mean, I, he's been in so many different yes. things. Namely yes. what I remember him for first was from city slickers and, um, uh, yeah, he, oh, he, yes. he was in there. Yes, yes. I mean, um, he's just the American so talented. President, the American yes. president. Yes.
3: <laughs> yeah, he, he
2: really is talented. Well, he and so it really was is.
0: really cool to see him show up in mm. in Starfleet. It was.
2: And know? from the Stargazer, was- I love that he was from Doctor on the Stargazer. I'm like, yeah. Way
3: back, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, The inside <laughs> joke of. When she was reading Asimov, Was it Asimov. As- thank you. And he's and John and and JL said he didn't care much for science fiction. He said he just didn't get <laughs> <read> it.
2: <laughs> Never got it.
3: I said, Okay, okay. Y'all got jokes. Okay. Yeah, I know. We and I thought like, it okay. was cute. I thought it was cute. I really thought just like the in the first episode when he asked for his uh is uh, Earl Grey decaf, you know, <laughs> so. And this sci-fi joke, inside joke was cute too. So I, I like that. So that, you know, I, I like the little humor, humorous part that they put in these episodes. Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, so what about the head scratchers then? I, I have a head scratcher. I'm sticking with mine from the person. Okay.
2: I'm just gonna, it just continues, but go ahead. Okay,
0: <laughs> I, I have a head scratcher that made me go, hmm, so apparently, you can use a Starfleet communicator <gasps> on your chest to call so just to call random folks who aren't even in Starfleet, and you've been retired for twenty something years, even though you retain and your Starfleet communicator still works. And you know, was watch. she on the same planet? Right. right? Well, like, yeah, what? she was. She was like, I, I was like, what? she, she was off. on the same planet, but still, like, she's not even. Easy. And she got fired. Right. Right. She's not even in inside anymore. But she still has communication. Yeah, she, she had, had all, all that illegal stuff. She had so, all that. He, you can he knew. Oh, right, yeah. But no. I'm saying, like, you can use a Starfleet communicator. He could just break that puppy out, you know? I know, yeah. And be like, doo, doo. Rafi. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. not oh, hang on, me. You know I was up. looking, I was no, looking around
2: like, who's he going <laughs> to talk to? Who's he talking to somebody in the chateau? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> that was a head scratcher, for real.
3: Like okay, like boys. My- okay, but,
2: but you know what?
3: Um Raffy was more, from what I saw, <laughs> Raffy was more interested in the '86 than she was in what he was actually saying. <laughs> he was like, well, Is that the '86, but that's
2: that's next episode. That's next episode. Yeah, that the next I mean, episode. But yes. yeah. yeah. No, he hasn't. No. He hasn't seen her yet. No, he just yeah. called her. He just called her at the end of Naps um, and Legend. Yeah. And we haven't
3: it's seen the,
0: it. yet. No.
2: That's how it ends. Okay, you, are you y'all sure?
3: Because... Yes. No, no, no. The, okay, the way I remember, it was right at the end of the episode when he went to her. And then at the beginning of the other episode, that's when oh, they said. Oh, oh, you might be...
0: Oh, yep, back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Back.
3: i Yeah, i Okay. I'm some lot, y'all. Okay, okay. okay. Bring us okay. Back. my bad, my bad. <laughs> don't
2: do don't me. Lot. <laughs> no, 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 no. All right, I, I still no, got no, some, I got some more head scratches for this one, too, because they just keep on with the black people in this, and I'm here. Oh, gosh. All about but all this shiggity. What are you doing? So <laughs> I had a problem with the black Romulan when they go, is this, this, this yeah, yeah, they go into, um, they're gonna to talk to the people in the thing. That's the sister. Yeah, and um, you know the, the, he's just all in Hugh's face. And then when they get in there, you know he's, he bumbles when they get in there. I'm like, okay, what? Really? Seriously? It's gonna be the black Romulan? You still even this guy can't hold on to a pistol? And then the other get one the hands was, out of here. You know for real. And then the other one was like, you know, here we have this distinguished scientist from Trill who is all that in the bag of sister? She can't even zip up her god dog overalls. She's got to have Sochi come over here and help her dress. I was like, stop she it. Stop. She was cute. She was she so was cute. cute. I saw that too. I'm, she I was cute. I saw that too. But um, Wasn't she cute? I, was just, I was just like, stop. Just stop with this stuff here. And Sochi talking to Alexi's like five years old. Oh, let me help you. I know you're nervous. You're like, bitch, get back. Yeah. I'm trying not to wreck my nails, that's all. and then the last thing is that you know okay we finally have the black character that is yes you right friend she is in this episode coming in and she's broke down and addicted i'm like oh my head exploded i was like okay i know she's gonna come through but i'm really gonna have to talk to somebody about how they're treating black people in this show so far because i'm really getting upset (laughs) she may be
3: she may be broke down and addicted but every time she's in the room, she's the smartest
2: one in the she room. She is. That's, that's right. the only reason why I'm gonna let it the go.
3: Smartest one in the room.
2: <laughs> but I don't know why Rio couldn't be the one that was broke down and drunk. But <laughs> well, he is drunk half the time. I know she is. Yo, yeah, but Rios, I was just saying Rio was, was drunk it was a like, lot. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but that's the other thing too. They all have. Okay, but their... we're getting
0: ahead of ourselves.
2: Yeah, totally, okay. yeah, totally. Right, so that's but. Not... Yeah. All right, I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let this black thing go. No, I'm not. I'm not
1: gonna
2: let it no, go. No, <laughs> <it's, laughs> no. No, I'm not. <laughs> uh, isn't that what we're here to do? <laughs> it's, really, I'm here to appreciate the black people that are in it and praise. Yeah. But, you know, you're gonna be if you're gonna continue to do these little microaggressions on my black soul while I'm watching Star Trek, I'm gonna have to call you out. <laughs> That's right.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, that's what we're here for,
0: Fran. Do you have any more head scratchers for this episode?
3: Uh, not really. Um Oh, you know, I, I was, I just, you know, like I just said, she was more interested in that eighty-six wine <laughs> than she was in what he was actually saying. Mm-hmm. Then she and he, and you know, and he turned around. She said, "Okay, come on,
2: all right, go." Oh, okay. no. When we did, did we have we met? Commodore O yet too? Yeah, didn't we meet O? We caught well,
3: you know she left such that, those two left such a bad taste in my mouth. I, I, kinda... I thought we only briefly met Commodore O. I Think we see Commodore O more the in the
0: next episode. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Okay, well she's talking to Narissa, mm. right?
0: Right. So let's okay. go. Let's go ahead to the next instant, episode. The end is Nerissa. the beginning. Yes. The end, end is okay. the beginning. The Uh end is the beginning.
2: (laughs) Sabrina, hit it. Favorite things. Favorite thing again is the title. It's just, they're they're too deep. They're too freaking deep. Um, This is a quote from Winston Churchill, who he had mentioned this week, but um, this is something that he said at the end of, uh, he was saying that, was after the Battle of Alamein and it was like the final, it was the first time the British had finally won a battle. They had been taking it and taking it and taking it and they finally won. And he said, but this is the end of the beginning, but they were gonna have to fight this war. And for mm-hmm. for Picard, you know, they've had the Utopia Planitia. He just got cussed out, you know, Rafi's mad at him. All this stuff is going on. It, the interview went bad, everything, you know, so he's had failure, 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 but this is the end of the beginning and he is now going to get on this ship and he's going to go. It's going to happen. And it was like, Mm -hmm, really? mm -hmm. I love the title and then I love what was happening because there will be no more failures from here. It will be nothing but victories. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. But he had to go back.
3: It is. Did you see? But he had to go back to Rafi and she is Mad at him, pissed, and rightfully so, because, you know, he he abandoned her. That was the only abandonment he did, but I'm getting ahead of myself. But, you know, he abandoned her and she lost her security thing. You know, she she got fired out of Starfleet, you know, all this stuff. And come to find out, he didn't check up on her not once. That was cold blood. But well, who's the first person he calls when he, when he needs, needs something, is yeah. Rafi. He's gonna who, have to learn this lesson all the way through. Yeah, So who again proves that she is the smartest person in the room, even broken and addicted. She mm-hmm. still, as when I saw Michelle Heard on the Reddit room, she explained, you know, she talked about that. She said, you know, we got these people in our lives who are addicted and all. She said, but they're still good for something. They you are still good everything. for something. This
2: isn't gonna and happen to right. have her.
3: You know. It, ha, ha, ha. Okay. So
0: that that you just said that Michelle Heard is my call out, my number one call out for this episode. Oh um, yeah. mm-hmm. she is she's a beast. Michelle Heard mm-hmm. is an absolute beast of an actor. And um, yes, what is. she does, how much pain she conveys mm. uh, and mm-hmm. pride and anger and resentment, uh, mm-hmm. all this, these really complex layers, like cords of emotions that are ripping her apart. You know, I, l- I love her scenes with, with Patrick Stewart. They're phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Are they not? I mean, the, mm-hmm. just between the two of them is just like... Uh, uh, they're so good together. They're when so she, good uh,
2: opposite one another. <laughs> when she was sitting there and he had just, they did the flashback and he was coming out of just, you know, giving his resignation and the way she looks at him like a little puppy. Yeah, but you said this, right? And we're going to do it and you're going to find a way because that's what you mm-hmm. do, JL, right? That's what you do. The so mm-hmm. look on her face was just like, okay, baby, how are we going to work this out without them? Yeah, no soft fleet, We can do it. We can do it. What you got, JL? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was beautiful the look on her face and then mm-hmm. just a crush the crush when he said they took my resignation you i was almost in tears for her
3: yeah mm-hmm. yeah because she was ready she was and he, ready and anywhere again, he was
0: going anywhere he was going anywhere and again mm-hmm. like what we're seeing is again that white privilege that mm-hmm. male privilege mm-hmm. you know that he put he, he didn't even think about how his resignation would affect her She's been his the ripple effect. Effect at the ripple mm-hmm. effect or anybody else. Mm-hmm. He's well, just first of so all, mm-hmm. self-centered. He about didn't it think and they'd so, take it. Right. He was so egotistical yeah. and, pri- and prideful that he couldn't imagine that they would take the great Jean-Luc Picard's resignation. God, they, caught, him, mm-hmm.
2: caught him sideways. Like, yeah. what? Yeah. He was Scooby-Doo. Woof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So
0: Michelle heard, Michelle heard, Michelle heard, Michelle, Michelle, all, three. all Michelle heard. Yeah. All day yeah. long. But I did have I some love other, I, love I did have some other uh, less deep call outs, like some more fun call outs. Uh, first of all, Vasquez rocks hello, mm-hmm. Star Trek yeah. is back yeah. Vasquez rocks. Like You see that, kid you see those rocks, you're like, yay! Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> I, was well,
1: I,
2: was I was looking for the corn. Yeah, I was born. looking for the corn. I was like, oh my God, he's going to come out from behind that thing. I was like, look out, Raffy! <laughs> it was like coming home, wasn't it? It was. The taxi it landed. Was. I was like, oh, they're not doing this to me. Yes, they are. <laughs> you know
0: and you know what else i loved outside of vasquez rocks i loved when um the romulan assassins come into chateau picard and they were just like that fight scene was just I love that fight scene. It was yeah. great. It was so, it was awesome. I couldn't stop watching it. It was really well choreographed. And my favorite thing about it was that they were just pulling weapons from everywhere, <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> like Chateau Picard looks all genteel <laughs> yes. and, 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 and country and comfortable. Mm-hmm. They were just mm-hmm. like, bam, mm-hmm. here's a phaser for you. Bam, a, <laughs> here's, a bo- here's a double barrel. You know? <laughs> like, hey, Under
2: the everywhere. coffee table, everywhere. under the desk, everywhere, Lars and the got busy. I like Laura's Laura, as my girl. She was just just gonna take them out. That she was said, Yes. You,
3: heard, you know, she said, Let's take them. I'm like, yeah, I'm right. I
2: was like, Okay, girl, I'm with you. What, what, and that's what they did. They had they like eight them. disruptive rifles all lined up under the windowsill. You know, they had yes. all these. <laughs> I was like, Damn. Bodies over here. How about, how about the thing in the holster under the desk? The thing in yes.
3: the holster under the desk. I'm like, Okay, they got it all over the place.
2: Good. I loved it. They were just like, one minute they were talking about Mrs. Somebody's, you know, tureen and <laughs> everything blew up. Next thing say, you know, they was kicking ass. Oh, the grapes are going to okay, have to be I harvested. Got
3: a, <laughs> I got a little, a little funny thing. The difference in between, I think how we see something and how uh, some other people can see something. When he went on the uh, ship when Picard went on the ship and the guy said, I mean, uh Rio said, yeah, Raffi warned me you were a speech maker. <laughs> a black captain would have said, yeah, Raffi told me you talked your ass off. We were waiting for the Cisco comeback. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> You know, yeah. Rabbit told me you talked your ass off, <laughs> which he can't, you know, which he does at times. You think the guy's going to, going to go into a soliloquy, you know, yeah. he, you know, he talks his What's ass going off. on, go So he, he nailed him on She, she nails him and he nailed him on that too. So I like that. Okay. Let's talk about the elephant in the room. How handsome and sexy Reels is. <laughs> okay. <and me>.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'm, yeah, I'm wanting on, to let's know. Let's get to the
3: important stuff.
2: Exactly. He did. Let's get to the real Star Trek essence <laughs> of Star Trek. All yeah, right. I'm gonna put him up with which which captain of a ship takes his shirt off the most. Rios came into the show with his shirt off, so I'm like, all right. He did. <laughs> I forgot about that, but he did. He's with a and Kirk. with sticking out of. Oh, Boom. oh my gosh. First we meet oh him. Oh my gosh, He's no naked. shirt. Yep. Yes. He's from the waist up. Yeah, but he's, you know, he's taken to. And how did he get that? Here's my head scratcher. How did he get that shrapnel in his shoulder? What the hell happened?
0: Well, I love how they he left it die. completely
2: unexplained. I, yeah, I love
0: how they you know, left it like he they didn't chose, die. Right, exactly. He told you I didn't die. Explosion but, of some sort somewhere.
2: <laughs> shrapnel sticking out of his shoulder.
0: <laughs> <laughs> some type of fight, some okay. kind of where. Yeah. Some
3: good, uh,
2: yep. That the emergency EMH He had no
3: business doing.
2: Right. Probably. NAF, I love the EMHs. The, so. the holograms were my my favorite things in that whole thing. They, they cracked me up. I was like, how many of them are there? I mean, he was just like, oh, he's not going to get any better. This isn't going to get any better. This we, is it. <laughs> this is as good as he gets. But, you know, I have one other thing because, of course, like I said, you got Oscar-winning screenwriters. Akiva Goldsmith won an Oscar for the screenplay A Beautiful Mind. He wrote that. Did he? Yes, yes. And so he's reading that book, Tragic Sense of Self. Oh, Tragic Sense of Life. And so I had to you know I had to I had to go to the Google. <laughs> 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 what movie was it? I was watching some movie and they kept saying that and it was cracking me up. Go to the Google. Yeah, go to the Google. Um, and look it up and it is a it's a true book. It was written back in nineteen twelve and it is a book that talks about um, rejecting reason for a life of intense passion, faith, and love. And it actually establishes Don Quixote as one of the great figures, a role model. So I'm like, okay, they're going to Don Quixote here when they pick up that book. And here we have Picard, old, going after the windmill, you know, going to one mm-hmm. last, Tilting at windmills. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, Tilting at windmill. And here he has his, uh, you know, his sidekick here, Raffi. And he has his rundown horse, La Serena, I'm like, oh my God, they have the whole Don Quixote going. They have the whole Don Quixote going. I was Aww. like, this is too freaking much. Yeah. Tragic days of life. They,
3: they they knocked it out of the park.
2: Okay. My last did. my Good. last
3: uh, favorite call out from
0: this episode was the one that we were all waiting for hmm. when he said, engage girl and oh! then they and then they had the music call back to the TNG and the original and I mean oh my god I I about lost it when I heard it I it was, was like the Thank freaking you.
2: end of the beginning but like let's get did bizang. you
3: see, <laughs> did y'all see the look on okay so Agnes is grinning and shit you know she's <laughs> grinning and like ooh did you see the look on Raffi's face yep. looking at her saying what the hell is
2: she doing here? <laughs> just why? She just went pure sister on her. And that, was when, like and that was when he
3: said engage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That
2: was the best engage ever. We've been waiting twenty years for that one. You know, he yes. well, we? was like, oh yes! my goodness. Yes,
3: but so, I have you to know,
2: think about at one point, you know, when he first went,
3: when he went first to see him, and he told him have a seat, and he <laughs> walked past the captain's chair. Mm. That was that was. That was touching. I said, oh, "Okay, they had to put that little touch in there."
2: He's mm-hmm. no longer the captain. Did you hear them in the after track there where they were talking about that? When they were on the set, they would kind of race each other to the captain's
1: seat. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick Stewart. Yes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Cabrera. Yes. You like, just like run to the seat. getting in there first. <laughs> I saw that.
2: That's did. Me. But the best line was. <laughs> when uh allison pill playing agnes is listening to ralphie just go off i'm not going down another rabbit hole with you jl blah 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 she was just like who are you lady <laughs> <laughs> yeah and she looked at and she looked at her like and who is this bitch? You baby girl please yeah not even a security check john luke really come
3: on man. right, right? <laughs> and smartest person in the room she should have done a security check on
1: her.
2: Yeah, Right. But well, you wouldn't have Small found, t- if, t- even if they had, they wouldn't have found anything, right? I mean, they wouldn't mm-hmm. have found anything. Well, okay. I'm not going to project. But. Yeah. So, okay. So we had the, any
0: head scratchers? Oh, wait. Before we get to the head scratchers, one last call out that I forgot over the past two episodes. Um, Hugh. 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 That's right. Oh, Hugh. Hugh. I mean, Ooh. how wonderful did it feel to see Hugh? I like—I had no idea Ooh. that they were going to have Hugh, and I mean, that was just so heartwarming. I was like, "That's great! I can get to see Hugh again and like find out what happened to
2: his character." I and mean, that just—that yeah. was great. Yeah, they were taking care of all the fandom. They really were. They really were. You know, they, they were going to—we're going to take you on a new kind of Star Trek, and just bear with us. But we're going to take care of y'all. Yes. Yeah,
1: give it, but they it, took give it
2: time. Yeah, they took care of it in in such
0: tasteful ways, and you know. Yes. Right. Yeah, they really right. handle it really well. Right so from did blue you guys? Right. Yeah. yeah. So, did you guys have any um, head scratchers for this episode? I didn't.
1: Um, I have nothing but positive. The
3: only head scratcher was they left it on. They they didn't answer it like y'all said. You know how did this guy get this thing in his shoulder? But. That was it. But I was too busy looking at because he was half naked
2: that, you know. <laughs> that my only, only head scratcher for that. Well, my only head scratcher on this one was what I didn't know why they bothered to put that dynamic between Narc and Narissa. It was just creepy that brother sister kind of twisted thing. I was like, Do we really need that part? I mean, I was bad enough that she's just Well, she's just an evil person and she just wants to break everything. But I saw she was I'm
3: smelling him, and I mean, it was like, stop, sis. Well, well, it was, this interview I saw, I read what Shabon said that there was a, the background thing was that she was abusive to him. She abused
2: him. Oh, yeah, oh, for sure. Because if can... you notice,
3: you yeah. know, he was, he was, he was always like kind of smacking her away, mm-hmm. you know? and the That's first time she clear. came into his, yeah, and the first time she came in, into his room, he said, you, you did not, she said, why, why start now? So that tells you something, right there. Oh yeah, yeah. they, they, had, they yeah. had a
2: twisted little relationship. It was yeah. bad. yeah. But bad. I think
3: she, I think she was, I think he was the victim in it. Yeah,
2: absolutely. absolutely. I really think absolutely. he was the victim. He's the little brother. Yeah, yeah. yeah
0: was, then we could spend yeah. a, 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 quite uh-huh. a lot of time dissecting. Uh, the dynamics yeah, between the, those two—that's some other deep yeah. stuff that that, that that the the writers have layered into this mm-hmm. the story. You know, it's mm-hmm. not it's it's a it's a very rich story on, on mm-hmm. every mm-hmm. level. There, just like uh, when we started to with DS nine, when the minor characters started to get these very rich backgrounds and and histories, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. The, the, I see a mm-hmm. lot of the same thing happening. The same care with mm-hmm. the product uh
2: happening here character
3: you know? development yeah. yeah and even it was yeah. nice
2: to see even though you know they come up with this whole other secret society on romulus i'm like what okay fine keep going but they <laughs> they we have to tell she out. why do you need some other okay fine but um i love all the little things they talked about you know going through the back door like they they don't have any front door they just they just gave us mm-hmm. all the other mm-hmm. little nuggets just that all was just the- really great to show you oh. the ambulance is just crazy ass
3: yeah 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 i so, know it was something else do y'all okay. remember when she was when um soji was standing there and she was saying all this stuff and you and you looked at something, kind of a know-it-all aren't you
1: <laughs> did y'all remember
2: hearing that yeah
1: when she was doing what she was I in did. there and
2: soji soji got okay. so many flags so many red flags went up you were just like baby girl what mm-hmm. is wrong with you the man <laughs> is telling you yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah you better keep a secret i'm not telling you my name i don't have to tell you nothing blah blah blah, blah, blah. i won't have to kill you Hello. <laughs> well, I think that, you know, that
0: kind of leads me to the next question that we have, like for me, which is, um, you know, what resonated with us in the show, like personally. And I think one of the things about Soji at this point that resonates with me so perfectly, one of the reasons why it's so uncomfortable for me to watch her and watch her get manipulated like this mm. is because I've been that, I've been that girl.
1: Mm-hmm. You okay. know,
0: I was—I've mm-hmm. been that girl. I've been manipulated so many times, so easily. You know, uh, and and thought that it was love, and they just wanted to take other stuff from me, just take it. Yeah. I see you, friend. Just take and take and take. <laughs> you know, and uh, so you know, it makes it—it it makes it really difficult to sit and watch her relationship with Narek quite yeah. often. It was very, know? and yeah. and also the relationship between Neric and his sister. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, that's mm-hmm. difficult to watch, you know, too. Mm-hmm. So, but that is a question that I'm putting out there is what relates to you, what really resonated with you personally, you know, from these episodes. I wasn't raising start.
3: my hand to talk. I was, I was, I was agreeing. Yeah, you, with were you, were agreeing. you were just agreeing.
2: You were just yeah. taking, you know, right. people taking, taking,
3: taking, taking, using and manipulating mm-hmm. and, and all, you know, all that. Yeah. I thought, yeah. I mean, it's like. It was, you know, cause like you, I've been, I've been in that position more than once. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's like, oh gosh, this is, cause you know, he basically was telling her the truth about himself. Mm-hmm. That's right. He didn't listen. He was waving the red flags. In front like,
1: of his, I mean, not. I not mean,
0: picking
3: it up. like you, at all. I've
0: had you know, dudes that have told all. me the truth about themselves from 21 Jump Street, but I was so insecure with myself at that time and and so needy of attention and affection mm-hmm. that that i took that you know i would take that
2: and you so, can like, say the right. same of soji
3: yeah mm-hmm. and that was something so brand new for her because i don't know what kind of what kind of uh, uh stuff he put in her as far as like loving Memories. and stuff but she did yeah. yeah but but she did say which is something else her default what her default was as far as being trustworthy, being trustful. She trusts people. Mm-hmm. Trusting people was, she said oh, it, I'm sorry. Oh,
2: oh, 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 her She default. said it okay. in a
3: future thing, yeah. but she did say trusting was her default. Mm. So maybe he put
2: too much trust in her. She sure did.
3: I don't know. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, you the thing that resonated with me was that every single one of these people that get on the uh, Serena at the end there were all people that had been hurt very badly and were, were, they were, had retreated. Um, even Agnes, she was holed up in that empty department after they had ransacked it and took everything away from her, and Bruce was gone. She was just sitting there. She was there still the, there. Hmm? She was still sitting there. Like, what are you still sitting there for? Because ain't nothing happening. And uh, Picard was at the, at, the, at the chateau, and Rios was on his ship you know, still mourning his captain. So was uh, Rafi sitting in her hovel, as she called it. And it's mm-hmm. really something like, you know, when you have a big emotional up, you know, I've, I've been divorced, I've had, you know, had something end, and you just kind of retreat. It's just like you say, you just mm-hmm. kind of, okay, I'm just gonna take it back a step. Let me just mm-hmm. sit here and with my bottle of champagne and y'all go ahead. <laughs> and I'm gonna come out the other side in a minute. But give yeah. me a give me a year or two, and they were they were sort of like okay yeah you know what I got to take a break some wild yeah. stuff just happened and I can't deal. All yeah. of them all of them were in the exact same mm-hmm. emotional mm-hmm. part where now the quest comes. Now they have mm-hmm. this greater thing, and they're going to they're going to shake it off. They're going to Taylor Swift it, <laughs> <laughs> and and they're gonna they're gonna get on that ship and they're gonna go find it. They're gonna go find the other twin. They don't even know why. Mm -hmm. I love that about the whole story, too. It's a mystery. It's like you don't know what the quest is, even. It's like Mm -hmm. a MacGuffin, like you were saying earlier in a Hitchcock movie. You don't know what it is. You don't know why. Why you got to find the Mm -hmm. twin? Why are we going? Why are we going? We got to find the twin. We got to find the twin. We got to find the Mm twin. Like, Mm -hmm. why? (laughs) So you're just going to go with the ride. We're going to go down the rabbit hole with them. Yeah.
3: And it was a rabbit
2: hole. Yep. So
0: um, uh, you know, and then and that brings me to another question. Well, Fran, did you have a, a, a thing that resonated with you personally? Like anything that stood um, out for you?
3: Probably. I like I like Raffi's um, attitude because I, I really relate to her character. Mm.
1: Um
3: and who she mean you know, because I, you know, among my the people that I know and not just among the people but I've, I've been, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm intelligent, right. Mm-hmm. But I've been a wreck. It's been, it's like a wreck of intelligence, mm-hmm. of, mm. you know, in my life, even though some parts of my life was uh, unmanageable, but other parts were very manageable. And I've all, and, the, and those parts have always come through. That's what I like about her, even mm-hmm. though she is the addict and the broken and all that. She's still the smartest person in the room. She is. Mm-hmm. She figures this stuff out. And she was right. You know, she figures, you know, she sees stuff. And that's what he. T- that's why he told her he wanted her to come. He said, because you can see things that other people mm. can't see.
2: Your mm-hmm. brain works and in a way that, yeah.
3: Yeah, he told her that. That's why he really wanted her to come along. And, of course, she was distrusting. But I, I just... I just really re- relate to her character and the way that her plays
2: her. I-, I love it. And even though this was one of my head scratches, because I was like, why does he have to be the Black woman? But this is a very important character. You know, mm-hmm. I think, you know, mm-hmm. besides whatever, you know, what I was saying, it was just like one, two, three, four, like, okay, whatever. But the fact that they have this type of character in this show, and then she is integral to what's going on, and but she's fighting all these mm-hmm. demons. Like, they all have their own little demons that they yeah. have, but this is a demon that you know you rarely, if ever, have seen in Star Trek. hmm Right.
3: You, you oh, had
2: Barkley. Continuous that, basis.
3: Because they've had they've had like episodes where people were addicted and stuff, but it was just one episode. You know, they, they get, they the get cured of it. They get it.
2: cured of it at the end too. Yeah. You know, like Barkley yeah. was the one that, that he just had that social problem. You know, that was the only other character I can think of where he was forever having to overcome something to be the brilliant... He was the smartest one in the room, but he had to overcome all the time this this social ineptness that he had. And it never yeah, left him. It never left sense. him. He was always fighting huh. it. Mm-hmm. But he was yeah. always the smartest one in the room, like Rafi.
3: And, when and I never to... liked his character, though. I never liked him. Oh,
0: Barkley?
2: Never, I love never got I I Barkley. Like Barkley.
0: Barkley. Yeah, Barkley. I didn't like Barkley.
1: Barkley was having some issues...
0: They're also like when it came to addiction in Star Trek, they really didn't treat it at all. You know what I'm saying? They didn't. um, They didn't talk about it. It was just like, oh, this person is addicted to this, or like the society has made them addicted to whatever, Mm -hmm. so that they can do like be the fighting force or whatever. You know? And it's like, okay, well, we're gonna fix you when it's done. Like it was just, you know, that was the as close as they came to ever talk. And you never. What what's so important to me about Raffi's character is you never see uh, vulnerability and mm-hmm. frailness and and real humanity in in Starfleet crews. You know, right. like mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. they're they're all supposed to be like they emotionally and mm-hmm. physically just bounce back from everything, and we're here right. and we're okay. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, Deep Space Nine was the only show that really like show characters going through something for a while, mm-hmm. like you know, taking it mm-hmm. for a while to get them, you know, so you And not right with after this, that. And not right, right not, after it no, happened. Right. And and changed, altered. Changed. You know? Yes. So like the majority of Star Trek we're left with this uh false idea of perfection of humanity in 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 ways, you know, which is really hard to live up to because we're not perfect. We're just human. Yeah, right. but that was Roddenberry's just- edit. That was Roddenberry. Right I'm saying, it. right. But that was a significant portion of time mm-hmm, of what mm-hmm. we had with Star yeah. Trek. You know, that was the mm-hmm. formulative years. Of, was... You know, so it's only until recently like where they've begun to explore people who are not perfect, you know, and and and, the, and letting people be like, I mean, I'm using the word human for lack of a better word, even though we're talking about different right. alien. alien races, races, different, you know, yeah. but, but letting uh-huh. letting characters be more real and mm-hmm. more vulnerable, and not as all put together on right. the outside. You still know? Ba- and still he being badass. I like I, I
2: right. I got all these issues, but I'm still a badass. <laughs> yeah. You know, but I and still you know, can. Coming back to my show that I know people don't love as much, but Archer was the other one that went through a whole lot, and they actually did talk about the fact that he said he lost something out there. He said, I've done things I never thought I would do. And he didn't have his but I can live with that speech. But he had his, uh-huh. I can live with it moment. You know, he, he had his, uh-huh. I can live with because he had done some stuff that was just not right. And he knew it. Mm-hmm. And dude, I told him that one show where he told that guy, if I have to kill you to get this done, I will kill you. I'm like, oh, Dag Archer. <laughs> and it wasn't, you know, it wasn't anything that he could do anything about. He was like, it's not, yeah. I'm not gonna be right after this. I'm just not gonna be right. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, you know, the final, the final question for the for this show for this show to wrap up this first three story arc that um, that they gave us. You know, do you see uh, any overarching themes that carried throughout this first three? I mean, I did. You know, um, certainly. But uh, I wonder what themes you guys saw carrying out through the the, the first three stories.
3: I think, I think we've already hit on it. You know, I I, I think the, you know, that everybody had something that they had retreated from. There was a herd, there was a hole um missing something missing and they had to retreat. I think the whole over over and we and we haven't even really begun to explore John uh John Luke's uh stuff. We we heard we do some we heard some mm, we know some other stuff in the future, but you know, I think it's that, I think they, I think they, um, come together over hurt or lack or, um, a pain that they suffer a loss. Let's put yeah. it that way. A big loss that they've all, that's what I saw, but I did see, and I, but I also saw, And it was in the last episode where, you know, they get together and he says, engage. And for me, I just knew, I'm like, okay, they're the Motley crew, but they're gonna be all right. They're gonna Mm. be all right. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't know how they were gonna be all right, but I thought they would be all right. And they had each other, so.
2: I think the theme theme that I see that is going to, Go across all of these episodes is one of self-sacrifice. That sooner or later, at one point in in the episodes, every one of them is willing to throw themselves under the bus in order to get the mission accomplished. You know, they're willing to. Rafi was burning every bridge to get. You know, she was pulling favors from everybody. She was like, okay, "Oh my god." Okay, we're talking about these particular episodes, right? But they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna do whatever it is they have to do. Mm-hmm. but they you know mm-hmm. they're gonna they're gonna get it done they're gonna like i said what i was saying is that they're all at the point where they're gonna do this because they know that this hermit life they've been living just can't go on and they're gonna go for this quest even though they don't know what it is that's what it that's what i see they're gonna go for mm-hmm. it and they're gonna give it their all like um you know real his, his emt said emt <laughs> his emergency hologram said um you've, you this is a good man. And this, you haven't, you haven't worked for a man like this in a long time. You know, it was like, this was somebody to follow. This was somebody to sacrifice for. This is somebody to go after. Rafi's going to do it too. Even, even, even Agnes is going to do it to some degree. She was, she was totally swept off her feet by Picard, even though, you know, we know something else is happening in there, but it was very, very interesting how they were all going to shed that skin and become something different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Time to grow up, time think, to come out.
0: I think it's, yeah, I think it's be, one of the things that I saw um, was uh, humiliation and humility, mm. you know? Um, and um, I saw that, you know, really well evidenced through Picard's, begin this beginning part of Picard's journey. You know, um, it was humiliating to him to go to starfleet and uh, and not be recognized. Uh, it was humiliating to him to go there and be dressed down. <laughs> you know, yeah. and it told no and that's the beginning of his journey into humility.
2: Even the know? interview, uh, even the interview was humiliating. The
0: interview the interview was humiliating. You know, like he knows it like he's beginning to enter into recognize that I'm not the big Dog that I thought that I was. Thought that
2: I was.
1: You know mm-hmm. that I've oh. been
0: that I've been nursing this this ego this whole time.
2: Yes. Soji Soji so asked him. She said, "Has there ever been a time when you felt you didn't know yourself?" And he said, "Many times."
0: Mm-hmm. Many times. It's beginning to. It's making him reflect. You know, um, and then therefore, you know, we start to see him approach uh, th- differently. Like he did go to Rafi with humi- as much humility as he could muster you know mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and he tolerated and listened to that tirade of hers just because he knew he deserved it you know yeah, there's hum- humility there you know uh he didn't get up and be like well i'm here now and you know yeah. some you know in a in a really negative way or you know you know and, or t- try to make excuses which would have been worse you know
1: mm-hmm. uh he took it
2: you know, and, and that's why it. he hadn't come he in 14 it. years. He wasn't looking forward to doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, after year one, he's like, Well, if I go back then now, and then it was year two and three and four, and it's like, Okay, I can't call her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, it's too late. I'm like, Oh, God, it's been so long. I can't do nothing.
2: Yeah, you've <laughs> all done that. We've all done that when you know you like so far yeah, past we it, have. you can't call that person and you just let them go.
3: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: So
0: that's what, you know, that's what, I think it's a, been a, it was an incredible start to this new journey and, uh, and this, this new way of storytelling in Star Trek and these new characters and new settings. I mean, hmm. I, I was just absolutely amazed. I'm
2: blown away. Yes. Yes. I mean, I love the board cube. I love the way, you know, they have that play of color and light again, like the lighting on the cube versus the light is the lighting at the chateau versus the lighting on the Serena, La Serena, which is three different, you know, you knew exactly where you were by the way the light was coming at you. Mm-hmm. It was just, at least I did, you know, it was just like, okay, we're back on the ship. All oh, we're in the cube. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It just was amazing. Fantastic. She go miss Culpepper t- tipping my hat to your sister that's right that's right she did that
3: thing she did mm-hmm. that thing
0: <laughs> my girl did that thing yes she did <laughs> that once did we have to say in this episode mm, if that had been a sister <laughs> <laughs> I know <laughs> we didn't have to call I mean we had some call outs but we didn't have to say if that had been a sister so we got Rafi uh, on the bridge then we got Rafi That's right. That's right. Keeping it in line. So this has been (laughs) a really, a really fantastic discussion. I want to thank you both for, um, so much depth, you know, in, in, and so much fun, you know, next week, y'all we're going to, well, next week, next episode, (laughs) whenever we record that (laughs) next episode, um, we're going to do the middle part of the story. We're going to do, um, Three episodes, right, Sabrina? Yes, that's right. So we're going to do episode four, Absolute Candor; mm. episode five, Stardust City Rag; and episode Ah-ha! six, <laughs> and episode six, The Impossible Box. Uh, so we'll mm. be discussing all of those. And I just want to say thank you all so much for listening. It means so much to us. Um, Please join us on Facebook at uh, our page, Sci-Fi Sisters is S-Y-F-Y, and Sisters is S-I-S-T-A-S, and join our group, The Mothership, and that's how we say it, M-U-T-H-A-S-H-I-P, The Mothership. Sabrina. So you're like, like you're from Boston. <laughs> oh,
3: God. There oh, no. she comes. Come. Oh, oh,
0: oh. Mm-mm. See, that's just how them Boston people be. That's how Damn. we roll. <laughs> Damn Yankees. <laughs> oh,
1: oh, oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. Don't throw that word at me.
2: Call <laughs> <laughs> a Boston so, girl a Yankee. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Sabrina, how can people reach you? You can reach me at Sabrina at SciFiSisters.com. And Fran,
3: how can people reach you? You can reach you? me at Fran, you can reach me at FranT at SciFiSisters.com. And
0: I'm Tamia, and you can reach me at Tamiya at SciFiSisters.com. That's T-A-M-I-A. And we hope you do, or you can reach out to us on Facebook Um, through our page, our group, and you can message us. And we also have the Sci-Fi Sisters Black Science Fiction Reading Book Club. So um, join us in that group as well. And we are delighted. We look forward to talking with you guys next time. Yay. Yay. Thanks for listening, everybody. Say goodbye, friend. (laughs) Goodbye, (laughs) Fran. Live long and prosper, brothers and sisters. (laughs)
1: Good night,
3: everybody. (laughs) Good
1: night.